Hello, I am Matt Williams, and this is the Locked On NFL Podcast. And as we do every Friday, I am going to make picks for every game straight up and against spread at our friends at mybookie.ag. Um, weird week, though. I mean, in some ways, I mentioned this the other day, I think the betting world can do really well this week. If you have a very good pulse on your team, I think they're going to play these guys. I don't think they're... But you really know more than Vegas and more than people in my bookie. I don't know. Um, I think it's an interesting week because some guys get to play in real live game situations that usually don't. I mean, Mahomes comes to mind more than any, but there's a lot of these type of players that you've been anxious to see. They've been stuck behind a starter and they're going to get their time now when it means something, you know, and sometimes against a team that needs it. Um, teams like Dallas, Detroit come to mind that are out of it, but a win at the end of the year would sure look good for the coach or somebody that's maybe on the hot seat or Tampa Bay has finished the season pretty strong and came out today, Dirk Cutter's probably safe. You know, those type, these games matter. I mean, it's, there's a difference to the owner and to the fan base to say, Hey, we were eight and eight. We weren't seven and nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, but it's going to be. I'm not going to candy coat it. I mean, it's not a good week of games compared to the rest of the year. So, you know, and there's aren't a whole lot of games that quote matter. But if you're the Browns, you're trying to not be the second team to be zero and sixteen. That's a big deal. If you know, you're a team playing hard for Marvin Lewis, maybe. Or, and obviously, there's a couple games that do matter. That they need wins and I'm going to go at all costs. Or if you're the Steelers or Patriots, you know, you've got an eye on the other one thinking, I'm one of sub guys, but Patriots are losing. I'm going to play Ben. You know, I mean, so a lot of these games are being played at the same time. And I think there will be some scoreboard watching. But let's get into it. I mean, enough shenanigans here. Bengals are getting nine and a half in Baltimore. The Ravens are going to play to win. I don't think we're going to see Mixon. I would think, you know, and I've done the most research I can of who's going to play, who isn't. Like, what teams are going to play their guys? I think since he's going to play their guys. But I would think there's a good chance you see at least a half of McCarron just to see what he can do. You know, those type of things. You know, is A.J. Green, Geno Atkins playing at the very end of the game? I don't know. I'm going to operate under the assumption that they are. Ravens need it. Good defense. Cincinnati of late has looked, you know, at times, not disinterested, but not balls to the walls, you know. Um, I think the Ravens win this game at home, but by nine and a half? That seems like an awful lot to me. Um, I'll take the Bengals plus the points. Packers are getting six and a half in Detroit. No Adams, no Nelson, no Rodgers. A lot of defensive injuries as well. Um, I think the Lions play everybody and play hard. I think Jones, Ebron, Ebron's really come on strong and has become a major part of their, their passing game. Jones, Tate, Ebron, I think those guys all have nice matchups. Yeah, they don't run the ball well, but... I don't care. I think Stafford has a big, big day. I don't think the Packers' offense does much against anyone, frankly. Um, but the Lions' D isn't that good. I think the Lions win this one going away. I mean, beat them bad. The Bills need a win and some other things to happen. I don't think they're going to the playoffs. 
but they are going to play like it's the last chance ever. You know, I mean, and they're favored by two and a half in Miami. Weather obviously won't be a problem. I think they'll run on the Dolphins. I think they win. I, I never picked the Bills, though. I mean, obviously they've proven me wrong many weeks this year. And they have a lot more wins than I thought. And I think they're hard to play against. And I think they win probably by a field goal or a touchdown or so. But Miami's an unpredictable squad. I mean, could Drake break free a couple times? Could Landry put out some good tape right before he comes a free agent? Could Sue dominate the line of scrimmage? Could they, you know, could the Bills quarterback, could Taylor be under a lot of pressure? Possibly. You know, Miami's a good home team, basically. But I'll take the Bills because they need it. I just don't know what to expect from Miami at all in this game. This game means something. Panthers at Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by three and a half. They need it bad. I mean, they they win and they're in. I don't think they'll run on Carolina at all. I really don't. I think it's going to be a tough game for Freeman. This has become a kind of a pass-funnel defense. Teams are throwing on the Panthers, but they're not running on them. I think Julio could go bonkers. I think Ryan could have a really big day. Um, I don't think Freeman, Coleman, Henry do a lot against those Panther linebackers in the passing game. But it could be a big Julio day. The other side of the ball, I don't think that I'm expecting much out of Funchess, who will see a lot of Trufant. What are you going to get from Cam? I don't think they'll run the ball real well, but I, as usual, think Cam will make plays. Deion Jones seems like a very good, he is a good coverage linebacker, but he seems like a very good matchup for McCaffrey and to some degree Olsen. But running backs catch a ton of passes against the scheme. And I think McCaffrey could have one of those eight catch, 111 yard type of days. Surprises me that Carolina is getting three and a half. I know Atlanta needs it more, but I'm fully expecting Carolina to play everybody. I think the Falcons win a close one, like 24-23. So if you're going to give me three and a half, I'm on that. All right. Saints are favored by six and a half in Tampa. I mentioned Tampa's playing a lot better. And I said a couple weeks ago, if I'm a Tampa fan, the thing I'm really keying on here is I want Winston to finish the season strong. And I think he is. I absolutely think he is. Uh, they have weapons, you know, guys like Godwin and Howard, I mean, I think are going to be fixtures in this offense. The defense quietly is pay, playing better. I think their linebackers match up as well against the Saints running backs as you really can hope. I don't know the Breeze will get much pressure, though. And I do think that guys like Michael Thomas could have huge days. But they win by six and a half. I think the Saints, but again, in a close one, I think the Bucks are... Harder to play against than given credit for right now. Like 28, 24, something in that neighborhood. Um, so give me the Bucks plus six and a half. Jags are getting three in Tennessee. Titans win and they're in. Jags have said as Friday afternoon that they're playing everybody. I'm skeptical. If I'm Jacksonville and... I lose to the Titans for the second time this year, mind you, and his division team, you get to play him again next week in your building. 
To me, that's the best first-round matchup anyone could could dream of. Even though they would have beat you twice already. So, I don't know that I play Fournette. I mean, don't you think his ankle would love a week off? Calais Campbell? I mean, some of my stud defensive players, maybe play him a little. Even Bortles, you know, get Henny some snaps. That I know what they're saying and they want to win, and maybe the mindset is, we're not doing any favors to a divisional foe. We want to make their life miserable. Knock them out of the playoffs. And I kind of get that, but it's also a little childish. Where I think Jacksonville's the better team, and if I knew they were playing them straight up, I would take them. I would think Tennessee, without DeMarco Murray, and Jacksonville unlikely to just, you know, bust this thing open, probably give Derrick Henry about a million touches. Corey Davis is starting to come around. Um, but it's going to have a tough matchup, assuming Jacksonville's first-team defense is in there. I'll take the Titans with the thought that I'm not buying that Jacksonville's playing all their top guys. And I think they win by more than three. The Jets are getting 15 in New England. Wow. Patriots always play their guys. They need it to lock up the one seed. If they would falter here and the Steelers would win, they would get the two seed. So the fourth quarter might not have, you know, Deion Lewis, Brady, some of the stalwarts, Gronk. Gronk also has a big bonus that he's trying to get with this incentive, like a $2 million incentive deal with this too. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots to win, but not by 15. And there's a rumor that Hackenberg might play. You can see the fourth quarter belonging to the Jets. I'm not that Hackenberg's going to light it up or anything, but they're going to play all their dudes. They're going to play hard. They play hard for bowls. You know, that I think that the the Jets won't go away. They're not going to lose by 30, although they could. You know, it's a tough one to wrap your head around. But I think the Pats win by 10, 12, 14, something like that. Houston's at Indy. Indy's five-and-a-half-point favorites. And initially, I would look at this game and say, the this is like the worst two teams in the league, basically. And I do believe that that's true for Houston still. Hopkins might not even play. Colts have played better, though. I think Frank Gore runs. I could see Hilton getting behind the defense. I don't think Brissett will be under pressure. They've played really hard for Pagano, and I think the Colts win this one going away. You know, at home, I'll give you five and a half, and that might be the most confident I am in any game I've picked yet. The Brownies are coming to Pittsburgh. They're getting six and a half. I had heard the line was ten, but I don't think the Steelers are going to play. Well, they might play these their studs for a while, but certainly not the whole game. It shocked me if it was more than a quarter. Maybe you even see Ben, Bell, Pouncey inactive. Bell's had so many touches, I could see him being the most likely to be shut down. Ben hasn't practiced all week. So I'll take the Browns plus six and a half. And I'm calling the upset special here, too. I think Cleveland wins this game. I could see Gordon causing problems. I think Crowell, with his last game probably in Cleveland, puts up a nice day on the ground. I think Duke Johnson eats these linebackers alive in coverage. That the Steelers play a lot of backups. Landry Jones handing to Ridley, who hasn't been good in three years, behind backup offensive linemen. 
Shelton clogging things up, Garrett possibly having a big day. I feel pretty good about Cleveland getting six and a half here. And what I think is like a 14-13 game, 17-14, something like that. Um, certainly the Steelers could win. And if they got up big, you could see the, the Browns going, screw this, I'm done. But I think they're going to be a proud organization that just says, we do not want to be the a zero win team. Washington at Giants. Giants have Giants defense is really decimated. Giants are getting three. Because this last game for Cousins is a Redskin. They have a lot of injuries, too. Um, I think we'll see a lot more Wayne Gallman. I don't think P. Ryan's all that healthy. Uh, ugh, this is a tough game to figure out. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think either one's just gonna cash it in. But I think Washington's flat out better. And I think they win by more than three. But I can't say a lot interests me in this one. You know, I think as you play out the season and you know, move on. But another win would look good for Gruden. Yeah, you know. The Bears getting 11.5 in Minnesota. Vikes are playing their guys, but will they in the fourth quarter? You know what I mean? Like, playing your guys just means they're going to play. Clearly, they're the much better team. Defense should eliminate pretty much anything the Bears can do. And a pick six wouldn't surprise me. You know, I... I'm going to take the Vikes to win. 11.5 seems like a big number, though, just because I don't know what to expect from the Vikings. If they're up 10 in the fourth quarter, I definitely think Bridgewater plays in this game, which doesn't mean it's a good or bad thing, but um, it's Thielen and Diggs holding their helmets and watching, you know, against a decent defense. But I'll say the Vikings pull out the win here, including oh, by more than 11, so it's not going to be pulling out the win. Because... I just don't know where the Bears' offense manufactures anything. Unless it's late in the game, the Vikes have all their D guys resting. The Eagles notoriously rest people when I expect them to. Um, I think Foles will play, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think they have intentions to play the whole game. I think Dallas is going to play to win in a big way. Like I said, I mean, an extra win here would go a long way for Garrett. The Cowboys are favored by two and a half. Basically, for all those reasons, if everyone was healthy and playing, eh, maybe they'd still be be favored. I mean, I think the Eagles ain't what they used to be without Wentz, that's for sure. Uh, I'll take Dallas to win. I'll give you two and a half. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, could go either way. It's certainly not an easy one to wrap your head around. Some of these games are tough, guys. I, I'm, you know, I, I'm doing what I can here. <laughs> Uh, the Raiders are getting seven in L.A. to face the Chargers. If you haven't noticed, these are all division games, of course. About a million four twenty-five games. This is the first one on the slate I have here. Um, Chargers need it. Contrary to popular belief, the Raiders' defense has played a lot better lately. I'm not saying it's fixed, but it's not a pushover. And I don't know how well the Chargers will run the ball. I don't know if you'll see Gordon. I think they'll have some success through the air, but getting Mac blocked could be difficult. Um, like I said, they need it. They're at home, but it's not like they have this great home field advantage. Raiders' offense has been a disaster, and I think that they'll run well on the Chargers. I think you see a lot of Lynch. 
I think this game's close. I'm going to pick San Diego to win, but like 28-24. It kind of surprises me that the Raiders are getting seven. Cardinals are getting nine in Seattle. Um, yeah, the Hawks need it bad. Of course, they're going to play everybody, of course. Um, but, well, I guess Atlanta could win and the Hawks would, wouldn't bother, right? Am I right on that? Cardinals always play Seattle tough. I think Chandler Jones versus Dwayne Brown will be fun to watch. I think they'll come after Wilson and he will be under pressure. And I think that line could have a long day overall. Seattle. I don't think Seattle's going to run the ball. That kind of goes without saying. I think you'll see a fair amount of Peterson on Baldwin. Uh, I don't see them having a real answer for Larry. Although they're playing a lot of backups on offense, Arizona. Um, I'm going to take Seattle to win, but not by nine. I mean, I don't see a blowout here. Kansas City's getting three and a half in Denver. We're going to see Mahomes. We're going to see all backups. That's kind of an Andy Reid thing, and I get that. they got a game next week. But is Denver going to beat anybody by three and a half? <laughs> I mean, their offense is bad. I just can't see a lot of points in this game in general. I'm Mahomes is certainly the player I'm most excited to watch this week. I'll take Kansas City still. T- no, Denver wins barely. 14-13, 13-10. Whoever was getting points in this game, I would pick. I think it's going to be a pretty even game that could go either way. I'm hoping for a little bit of Mahomes magic, which will be fun. But I don't see Denver winning by you know, a big chunk of points. Niners are favored by three and a half in L.A. where the Rams are resting everybody. Makes sense. Um, Jimmy's hot. I think he stays hot. I think that they can... Yeah, they're they're playing well. And the Rams are going to be all backups. So, yeah. I mean, uh, how do you handicap that game? You know, the Niners are playing to build something here. It's why they're favored on the road. I get it. By three and a half. Yeah. I think I'll take the Niners minus three and a half, assuming that we're really going to get, you know, a big bag of nothing from out of the Rams. Just stay healthy and go from there. So that's what I got. I know. Hard show. I'm doing my best here. I'm struggling. Monday will be fun to analyze what we, you know, the, what these matchups are going to be. We'll spend more than one day, obviously, analyzing playoff matchups and all that good stuff. Uh, over and out. Good stuff. Take care. Follow me on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL.